How many friends do you have? Hundreds of friends, 10 friends, three really good friends. How many business contacts do you have? Hundreds or thousands. How many LinkedIn connections? You have more connections than you have real friends. We all do at this point. But you actually have the ability neocortically to have 150 stable relationships max on average. It's really between 100 and 250. So 150 is the commonly used value. Call it splitting the baby in the middle-ish. Robin Dunbar was a British anthropologist in the 1990s. This is Dunbar's number, 150 stable relationships. He found a correlation between primate brain size and the average group social size. So friends, as he defines them, are informally explained as the number of people you would not feel embarrassed about joining uninvited for a drink if you happened to bump into them in a bar. Most of those people you know on LinkedIn, you don't have that relationship. Like, hey, John, it's good to see you again. I'll pull up a chair. Let's chat. You don't have thousands of people where you would feel comfortable doing that. And that's because of your neocortex. In a future world, perhaps they will be larger or AI will be integrated and we can handle more, but it's like 150. I have a lot more than 150 business contacts. I even have trouble keeping them all straight and... I've been thinking about the power of networks. For me, as a type 2-4 in human design, which is the hermit slash opportunist, you might also be a type 2-4, by the way, it's all about finding a balance between introspection and exploration. By the way, human design, if you guys haven't seen my YouTube video about this, I'm really excited about human design the last few months. I get I get into things. You've probably, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know I get so excited about certain ideas, and I'll talk to you about those ideas sort of in concentrated way for a while, and then I'll move on to something else. But this one, I've actually known about it for probably years. I'm going to link to that YouTube video in the show notes. Check it out. It's about... I found the best personality profile for entrepreneurs. It's helped me understand how I work, what's my blueprint, my energy system, which makes me better at my business or worse at my business when I work against the grain of my energy system. So the hermit opportunist, there's this other type is um, the three, five. I believe it's called the martyr heretic. That's also a really interesting one. So with the hermit opportunist, the opportunist part, it's not a bad word. It just means that you are an explorer. You're driven to experience new things. You have a natural curiosity. The introspection of the hermit means you have to find a balance between the two. And the opportunist, I remember having my chart read to me and I was told, so the strength and your success lies in your network. It's the power of your network. It's the people and the relationships. Relationships are everything. Everyone says and kind of believes relationships are everything. It's especially true if you're a type 2-4. I'm not here to tell you human design is the most important thing. It doesn't matter if you're into it or not. But I was talking with my friend Tyrone Ross, and we were messaging about how are things going? How's your business? What's new? And I was I was going like, oh, you know, dealing with a couple of hurdles. We, we got some tech stack challenges that we're overcoming, and, and sometimes it feels like an uphill battle. And he said this thing that reminded me of an idea that I've always known to be true and I always forget, but I have to come back to and, and kind of relearn, which is he said, startups are hard. It's incredibly important to focus on pitching solutions and not problems, especially as people look to cut costs, pitching solutions and not problems. That is the thing. You don't sell your product. You sell a solution to someone's problem. I've known this and then I make the mistake where I forget it and I have to go back to it and relearn it. It's like you're walking through 
that rainy parking lot and you just step in a pothole and get your boot wet and you keep stepping into that pothole over and over getting your boot soaking wet until finally you're like, I'm not going to step in that pothole anymore. (laughs) The reason I mentioned this is I was messaging him because I'm connecting him with another person in the crypto space and the two of them, I hope, have a great business connection, mutually beneficial. It gives me juice to connect the wonderful people that I know possibly because I have that opportunist in my chart, the type four. But everything is a long game. And the best thing about it all is not needing anything from anyone and just giving, which is a generosity. It's actually a masculine trait, but business by definition is masculine. And it's a lovely thing for a man or a woman to do, to be generous in business, to connect great people. I'm not selling anything to anyone at this point. Also, part of my strategy is called Wait for the Invitation. That was another eye-opener. Definitely watch my human design video. I think this stuff is so fascinating. And when you align what you're doing with how you naturally work, things just fall into place. Like, no longer will I be pushing or selling. Not that I was doing those too much, but sure, somewhat. Inherently, building a product and marketing it and having a startup and new brands, you have to do that. But... I'm preparing a talk for the Jolt Conference all about building a startup brand, mistakes to avoid, lessons learned along the way. I'm happy to be brutally honest about all of it. And I'm probably more honest on this podcast than you would see me on YouTube or Twitter or anywhere else. Because if you're still listening by the fifth minute or so, and you've done that many times, you probably feel like you know me a little. And you know what? In some ways, I know you too. That's the beauty of the podcast. It is a relationship. And it's not a parasocial relationship where you think you're best friends with Phoebe on Friends because you don't know Phoebe, but you kind of know me and maybe I know you even if you're not in my top 150 that my neocortex can handle. I probably know you. Um, And if not, reach out because I'd love to meet you. But I probably wouldn't sidle up to you at a bar uninvited unless you were in the 150 because I am just a simple primate here as are you. Okay, guys. This episode was a little meandering, but I think the point is the strength of the network is so key, even if you're not a type 2-4, which may be, may not, doesn't matter. Connecting great people with each other is the most beautiful thing you can do. In business, it's, it's like taking the personal joy of having your friends meet each other and like each other and bringing it into the business world. And business is personal, as Bethany Frankel says. Also a great book. Also her podcast, Just Be, is fantastic. If you're into mini pods, she does 12 minutes on all different kinds of topics. It's tight. It's honest. It's authentic. It's funny. It's pretty addictive. The ads are atrocious. You have to skip through them. Skip, hit it. What is it? Enough to make two minutes go by. Skip, skip, and then you're good. There are no ads on this show for a reason. If you are enjoying this podcast, please leave a five-star review on Spotify. It's called Voice Marketing with Emily Binder. You can just tap on the star icon on the Spotify show page or on Apple Podcasts. Please leave a review. All the links to this are at emilybender.com slash podcast, and I will talk to you next time.